Life is trying, ain't no doubt about it. At times we get knocked down, you may fall flat. Don't be ashamed, we all been through that. But we got your back. Welcome to another episode of the Sacred Secrets Podcast, your safe space where we come to reconnect not only to ourselves, but each other. This week, we are talking about happiness. Yay! Exactly. I like it, right? <laughs> so, Kinshasa, thank you for that rousing acknowledgement of our discussion point, happiness. So we have Kinshasa, we have the fabulous Jem, and the incomparable Marianne. Say hi, ladies. Hi. Hey. Hi. So we're going to start off our discussion by asking that question, what is happiness and how do you define it? Who wants to tackle it? So I'll go. I went through a period where I thought like happiness was a destination. You know, like if I just as soon as I would be happy if I lost like 50 pounds. Amen, or- girl. Yeah, achieving a particular milestone or, you know, there there was always another goal that I had to achieve in order to be happy. And I was listening to the, the positive intelligence program that I'd gone through um, with Shazad and he defined happiness as a feeling more positive emotions like joy, contentment, love and peace versus negative emotions like hate or anger or anything like that. And I like that because um, it's not a a destination. It's just being in touch with how you're feeling from moment to moment and uh, figuring out um, how you can, um, you know, get back to those feelings that you want, that feeling of peace, that feeling of contentment and, and figuring out what are the actions you need to take in order to get you back into that, that mind frame. And you know what I like about that is the fact that they mentioned the lesser emotions. You know, Uh it's like, it's just about finding balance that these emotions are going to be present, but it's how are we going to elevate the positive emotions and kind of like diminish, not diminish, I hate using the word diminish, but kind of lower the lesser, the lesser emotions of the negativity, the, you know, the sadness, the depression. I like Uh that. And Jem, how about you? Um, for me, I think it's like a lightness in your spirit. That's how happiness yeah. is for me. I am happy when I feel that, you know, lightness in my f- spirit. And I'll piggyback on what Marianne said. It's like a sense of, of joy, overwhelming joy. Um, but as I've lived and grown, my happiness is tied to different yeah. things. You know, um, it's tied to different goals. Um, so what could make me happy at one point would be like, oh, you know, that's fine. But it doesn't make me this overwhelming sense of joy or happiness. So I think it's also a little mm-hmm. fluid for me. So when you're saying like your happiness has been tied to a goal, is that also in line in alignment with what Marin is saying? It's like the the benchmark keeps moving. So it's like you you obtain yes. that goal, you feel happiness for a moment, and I guess it 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 slowly starts fading, and then you're on to the next goal. Is that how it is? Yes, yes, yes. And that I think as I mature, you know, I I my view of happiness is different. 
And so what would bring me happiness is different. And maybe it wasn't true happiness. Maybe it was just meeting a goal and being excited and 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 feeling that sense of of um pride or you know just accomplishment maybe that's what it was but when you um well for me when i got older the things that brought me true happiness were different you know being able to do something nice for my mother and saying man this you know and that feeling lasted because i had the memory of it whereas Younger days, it's like, oh, I got a good grade or I got this or I got that. And it would last me for maybe a few months. Like I'm yeah. I'm on this high. But this genuine sense of happiness, this lightness in my spirit as I got older, it was tied to different things. So I, I want to be clear, Jim. So you're saying like there are certain things that the happiness is sustained versus it's just like captured in one moment. It's like it's short lived versus sustained. So you're looking more for yeah. the sustained happiness yeah. versus the short-lived happiness. Yes. And in my spirit, I feel like that's for me more of a genuine yeah. happiness. And Kinshasa, how about you? My feelings of happiness pretty much mirror what has been said already. <clears throat> feeling hope, joy, feeling content, a decrease in worry or anxiety. Um, but the other thing I was thinking of was just that feeling you get when you just want to smile for no reason. You know, to me, that's, oh, that's those. a feeling of, of happiness. That's like a, the ultimate definition of the feeling of happiness. It's like that euphoric happiness, though. It's like the full mm-hmm. happiness. Like you're just in like la la land. Yeah. But I like what Jen was saying about sustained happiness. You, you there are there are situations where you can be happy and it's short lived, but the goal is to have that extended. And also not to diminish the short lived ones mm-hmm. as well, because it's still a dose. Yeah. So for me with happiness and how I define it, it's definitely that place of contentment. I like when I feel settled, as you said, just a summer of what everyone is saying, a lightness in the spirit that the you know, the negative emotions of anger, sadness, it's kind of like in the background Mm -hmm. and the happiness is like a little bit more prominent. Like I was trying to, you know, with our discussion point and when I was thinking about it, I'm, I was watching, you know, my little thing called sing because I do love these little animated feature (laughs) films. There was this little segment where they have on joy. And the phrasing that I liked was that the person is saying, I'm happy. And I want to experience pride. I want to experience shame. I want, but what I loved with them capturing that was just simply saying, I want to have the fullness of life and the fullness of all emotions. Mm -hmm. And that's what's going to make me happy because I feel as if we're constantly trying to get a high, trying to get to that um, euphoria versus just being steady. I don't even know if I'm clear with it. Because it's so hard to capture. No, no, no. It, it makes sense to me because I, I think that's exactly what it is. It's seeking ways to be happy moment to moment. Yes. You know, and being grateful for even those small moments when you feel that peace and you feel that contentment because you know that it can be fleeting because yeah. maybe in the next moment you're feeling that sadness or you're feeling that depression because, you know, that that's just how we are as humans. I totally get it. I know it's funny that you mention it. I remember like Rumi, he's one of my favorite 
points, but he... I'm surprised you did not bring that up. (laughs) No, you triggered me right now. (laughs) Because let me tell you, this, he has this poem called The Being Human. And what I love, I feel like this is just the cornerstone of everything. And I feel that Freud and Jung and all of them just kind of like delved into Rumi, but just never gave him any credit. So he says, the being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival, a joy, a sorrow, a meanness, some momentary awareness brings an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain all, even when they're a crowd of sorrows. But what I love with it is just like kind of embracing the whole human condition, which, you know, brings me back to my little sing, you know, the sing part two component of it, where that's what happiness is. Not for me, it's not being afraid of any of the emotions, but being able to entertain it without overindulging, if you understand what I mean. Yes. Mary, my interpreter, go ahead. I feel like it's like understanding that in life, you are going to have moments of joy. You're going to have moments of pain. And the reality is that you can't shield yourself from the moments of pain. And so welcome them all in because that is just a part of the life that you're living. That's all it is. It's just like a, an acceptance, a blanket acceptance of the ups and downs of life. Marin, you are sharp because I feel like I'm blundering today and you are just like, I'm like, Marin, you just interpret what I just said. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Boom. yeah. I got your back. I yes. Got your back. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so what I like is that we keep mentioning things of, as, you know, holding on to happiness. But I have to ask you this. Is it possible to hold on to happiness? And Gem, I'm going to start with you. I think it is if you embrace the knowledge that you know you're going to experience happiness again. So I think it's a perspective shift. Like you have to convince yourself, even though circumstances might be negative at the moment, um, that this is part of a greater journey, that uh, uh, yes. a longer walk. <laughs> and so with a perspective shift, you're going to maintain that happiness that you found, you know, two days ago, three days ago, one month ago, you're going to maintain it. It won't be that giddy kind of a, you know, over the moon happiness, but it's a sense of peace within your spirit, that knowledge that, you know what, it's not the best day, but let me let me change my perspective to focus on the positives and to kind of maintain what got you to the happy place before. So for me, that's what I choose to do. I choose to switch and change up and have a different perspective so I can maintain it. It doesn't work all the time. But Jim, I love that because literally what you're saying is, again, recognizing the human condition that we're going to have like these fleeting moments and if you have it in mind that, you know what, it yeah. doesn't rain 365 days for the year. I'm happy today. I'm feeling sad exactly. today. Oh, well, I know I'll be happy soon. So I do like that because it mm-hmm. is a mature. And that, and that maintains my it peace. It would maintain a peace. Exactly. Because the peace, peace comes with the knowing <laughs> that this too shall pass. Exactly. Kinshasa, how about you? It's so funny because I feel like we're all on the same page with this. You understand that there's going to be ups and downs. I feel like hope and faith can get us through the down moments, you know, knowing that yes. it'll pass and eventually, you know, we'll, you'll, you'll swing into a, a happier moment. So, and then some other things I was thinking of, you know, like for me, doing something that's creative helps me to feel happy. 
So plugging into those activities that make you happy, um, I think is a way to kind of sustain um, happiness and um, developing a better relationship with yourself, I think um, will help to sustain that happiness as well. What can you do to increase or commit to cultivating happiness? Some things that I thought about was that you can't be happy and ungrateful at the same time. Oh, yes. That, that's such a good point. There are been moments when I have felt like extreme emotions, you know, like extreme joy and then like extreme sadness. Some of the things that you can do is call a friend just to talk about it and calling somebody and just releasing that burden of why it is that you're feeling that way. And you have somebody to listen to you, like somebody who's actively listening, you're literally unburdening yourself onto them. Yeah. And it takes a very strong person to be able to to be that, I don't want to say like a, um, a it's dumping a container. ground. It's a container. Right, container, mm-hmm. con- exactly, for what it is that you're feeling. So, you know, um, hopefully you're not feeling that way all the time, but at the end of the day, calling a friend to talk about how it is that you're feeling. Um, write down something that you're grateful for, because even if the, in the moment that you're writing down the two things or three things that you're grateful for, and then you go back to feeling uh, negative, that's completely fine. Because in the time that it took you to write down the three things that you're grateful for, I bet you you were happy when you wrote those things down. Like, oh my God, there is so much to be ungrateful for, even during this time when I'm feeling this way. Um, and then um, there is, there are times when meditation helps with that as well. So um, meditating or doing any of the, the meditation exercises from positive intelligence, that's also helped to um, maybe like just shift my mindset um, or shift how I'm feeling from that that those negative emotions to something a little bit more positive, even if it's not necessarily quote unquote happy, at least it's not that negative emotion. Yeah. And I think also if you're having the, the negative emotion, it's just changing that perspective on it. Mm, yeah. Because sometimes the more you try to run from something, the more it pursues you. Versus just looking it in the face and being like, okay, so this is what it is. It's not that serious. And I feel like sometimes we get into this um, fatalistic type of mindset where it's like, oh my God, it's the end of the world. And it's like, no, it's not. It's a moment. And again, the moment will pass. And I like what you're saying because the fact of it is the landscape of the mind. I mean, it's just crazy what the brain does. It's either going to be the source of happiness or the source of torture. And I feel for me, sometimes when I get into the imagination where I literally see myself by the ocean and I'm taking deep breaths in, you would not believe Uh how common that is. Oh, yes. The ocean is wonderful. Oh, yeah. And Kinshasa? I know that you had mentioned certain things that that you do to increase the happiness regarding like creativity, but what level of creativity and what things do you usually love to indulge in that makes you happy? Um, being creative with my hairstyles, redecorating my house. Um, yeah. Trying out a new recipe. I don't really follow recipes. I just kind of taste something and then try to recreate it certain meals. Yeah. But, um, I think just trying to find positive, constructive ways to deal with stress can be helpful too. 
like you said, Marianne, writing yeah. down things that you're you're grateful for, meditation, going to the, um, imagining yourself at the beach or going to the beach. Ms. Jam, I know that you spoke about like doing things for family that makes you feel like sustained happiness. What other things do you do that increases or cultivates your level of happiness? Well, besides that, I would say just having a, a community to um, kind of bounce my negative feelings off of, so I don't, so I don't feel yeah. so alone. Um, I think that sense of you're alone in the world kind of dampens your happiness because happiness you kind of need someone else to experience. Yeah, you can't isolate with yourself you. with it. Um, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> you can't because it doesn't feel I'm here happy. By myself it's like, and I'm all happy. Yeah, for a little bit. <laughs> That's more. That's more peace. That's more peace. You know, in, in a house with like five, six people, when you're sitting there by yourself, that's more yeah. like peace. <laughs> that's not like this. No, know, it's happiness. quiet. I it doesn't necessarily mean peace. Quiet. It's quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's quiet. It's quiet. And sometimes that can even go far where you're alone with your thoughts and you got get into the negative again. Um, but for me, it's having a community. I feel... Um, we all experienced this sense of loss with COVID because we just, we didn't have as much access to our community, whether it's visiting your family, whether it's even just going to work, there's a work community. There is, you know, um, being at social gatherings with your family, your friends, and, you know, strangers that you've never met. Um, that whole community, you know, thing, doing, being able to do things outdoors, um, even was like limited, you know, you, you, for two years. And that was a sustained period of time where we had no access to our community. And I feel like that dampened, you know, your sense of happiness. Like, I just thought to myself, I said to somebody, I was like, I haven't gone out dancing or whatever in like yeah. two years. Those are things that would kind of sustain, oh, yeah. you know, being able to be in community, being able to be in a group with my with my family and my friends and being able to do certain things. I just haven't done it for so long that I think that made it hard to maintain the happiness. So for me now, I um, the community is smaller because now it's like, okay, the household or just a few people at work. But even that you can't do but so much. So right now I would say my mindset is how I maintain my happiness. Um, and trying to kind of look inward because I feel like with community, I have it, but my access to it is not what it used to be. So I've had to think differently, think creatively. Now having this, sacred secret to be here and meet that yes. helps me so that's like community but even though i'm not always seeing you all face to face oh, yeah. that helps me um and hopefully it helps others <laughs> but for me it's like community and being able to kind of feed off of the energy and share with people that helps to maintain um, my happiness. I feel like it's kind of all over the place. But no, that's no. Really what I, I mean, mean, you're clear because um, the fact of it is, as you said, you need community in order to support what it is that you're, you know, just support like your emotions and everything that comes with it. And I do believe, as you said, it's wonderful to have these moments of, you know, that you're with yourself, but it's equally important when you have the experiences that you're sharing with others that really increases the happiness 
Because, you know, sometimes you're in a place and something amazing happens and you're like, no, this can't be real. But when you have someone who bore witness to it, oh, my God, that will yes. like carry you for years. We're like, you remember when this happened? Mm-hmm. And you're like, and yes. That, <laughs> and then you've shared exactly. that memory. And too. it's beautiful. You've shared that memory. Yeah. So, Miss Kinshasa, what is your most memorable happy moment? Probably the day my niece was born. Aww. That was a beautiful thing. I couldn't be yes. in the delivery room, yes. but. I was there right after the holder. I think I was the first person to hold her, actually. Um, so, yeah, I think that would be the the happiest time I can remember. And let me tell you, Angie, if you're listening, <laughs> oh, my God, your aunt Kinshasa adores <laughs> you. So I think that is wonderful that you are a source of your aunt Kinshasa's happiness. She sure is. Yes, I know she is. Mm-hmm. And Marianne, how about you? What's your most memorable happy moment? My happiest moments have always been moments at the beach. Um, whether it's Bali, sitting on the beach in Bali with Darcy, or going to the Maldives with you, uh, Puerto Seco with Camille, uh, Dunge River Falls with Daddy, or watching Daddy do handstands in shallow water while his <laughs> face is submerged. Um, you know that those are some of my fondest moments. And you know, I, you know, when I think about it, it's it's the experiences with the people that I love. You know, the the travel, adventure, yeah. going to comedy shows and going to theater. But most importantly, is having that person to witness it with you as well. Because you know, traveling by yourself is fantastic. Adventure by yourself is fantastic. But as you said, when when you have that person to witness the experience with you, it, it kind of sweetens the experience. It, it's like that that sugar that you just needed to make that experience just that much better yeah do you remember that time with the boat like heading to saint martin there Girl, was like this little absolutely. oasis yeah because as soon as it's i'm like how come you didn't mention that one that was incredible oh uh, yeah that's <laughs> i've true. never that, seen anything that like really that before incredible. yeah so it was nice to have like a group like experience that moment so there's uh-huh. this place that it's um a little uh, what would you call it Marin? like a little um inlet but it's isolated and you get there by boat. And when we went, we were the only ones on this little island. And when It was I t- off the coast of Anguilla. Ah, yes. And uh-huh. let me tell you. So we first of all, the water is a dead calm. It looks like a swimming pool. You can literally see the bottom. And then you jump in and you're surrounded mm. by like these little small fishes. And I'm not saying like little, you know, one and two here. I'm talking about schools of fish. It was, yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> that was incredible. So I guess that takes me into one of my most memorable happy moments that you didn't claim. So yeah, I, I'm taking that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> claim it, girl. Claim I, it. I sure it's ours. It. Yes. And what I will not forget, I remember I was in college and I was into like, you know, reading these um you know, spiritual books. So there's this one by Khalil Gibran called The Prophet. And I will never forget, I was reading like this little phrase and it said, the breath of God is in the sunlight and the hand of God is in the wind. And I was just like, I don't understand what this means. And the strangest thing happened. I am walking 
I remember clearly it was like this sunny day and I'm walking and it just came to me exactly what it meant. Where the breath of God in the sunlight where I'm like, oh, the breath is what gives life. The sunlight does the whole photosynthesis. So that's real, the source of life. And then the hand of God being in the mm. wind is that sometimes the wind is cold, sometimes it's warm. So it's like always like these, you know, varying temperatures. Anybody else wants to add anything on happiness, how to maintain it, how to increase it, how to cultivate it? Um, I was going to say my happiest moments is the same as uh, what Kinshasa said. It was giving birth the first time. I think every other time has been great, but the first time was the yeah. most memorable. Um, just when I thought I couldn't do it, I had like, you know, just give me the, just, we may have to do a, 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 you know, we may have to do something because I can't do it. They're like, push. <laughs> and you know, the, the, the doctors coached you and telling you, actually I had nurse mid midwives um, and the nurse midwife was coaching me and telling me, come on, you can do it. You can do it. One last one. And, and you, and, yes. and the baby will be out. And I was like, <laughs> I just can't, I just can't. And then that one last push did it. I just felt like, uh, a wine bottle popping, yeah. all the pressure release. And I felt this overwhelming emotion. Like I was bawling, crying. Yes. I was so happy. I thought to my mother, my mother's mother, and I said, oh my God, somebody has done this for me. I was so, I don't know, I was so overwhelmed. It was the best, most happiest revelation. All yes, of that that yes, you were yes. saying, Terry in my life. And I'm like, Oh my God, I just felt on top of the world, you know, and then they hand you the baby and I'm yes. like, Oh my gosh, nine months. Yes. It was the Our happiest. Yes. Yeah. Oh, please. She, she was, she was long. She was long. She was overdue, <laughs> <laughs> but it just was the happiest moment. And like I said, I reflected on my mother. I was like, Oh my God, my mother yes. did this for me, you know? It, it was just the best. A different moment. level of appreciation. Oh, that's beautiful. Yes. So friends, that is the end of our podcast on happiness. So as you enter this new week, remember, happiness is intentionally increasing your contentment and joy. Let us tap into our happiness well by cultivating positive relationships with self and others indulge in your beautiful imagination be grateful and explore those interests that makes you feel that excited spark and as we say in our community we got your back we got your back we got your back we got your back, we got your back.